Thanks for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And boy, had a lot of fun catching up with Bengals quarterback coach Dan Pitcher in this episode. Joe Burrow's playing at an extremely high level. How much fun must it be coaching Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow's the kind of guy, though, he brings out the best in coaches, too. I mean, I remember Tom Moore talking about Peyton Manning. Tom Moore said, you better bring your A game as a coach because Peyton Manning's bringing his and he expects you to bring yours. And that's the dynamic that goes on with Joe Burrow, his coaches, Joe Burrow, his teammates. Coach Pitcher talks all about that kind of thing. And I'll tell you, have something special going on between Dan Pitcher and Joe Burrow. You're going to like this. Thanks for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lappin brought to you by First Star Logistics. Once again, we're in our studios that First Star Logistics graciously provides for us. And we've got an unbelievable guest today. You've seen him before and you're going to see him again. And you're going to see him again after that because this guy brings it. He is quarterback coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. He is Dan Pitcher. Coach, appreciate your time, sir. You got it, Lapp. Happy to be with you. So how about them Bengals? You know, I mean, Jamar Chase is uh, is down for four weeks. The Bengals go three and one. Other guys step up. Your quarterback, Joe Burrow, I think is such a big key, though. I mean, if I'm a if I'm a player who I'm trying to get my role expanded, there's nobody I'd rather be in a huddle with and at the line of scrimmage with than number nine, Joe Burrow. And if he shows confidence in me, that makes me feel like I'm 50 feet tall. You know, I mean, I just see a dynamic there. That's very, very interesting to watch. Yeah, you know, Joe, Joe um, he's got a way of instilling confidence in others if they've earned it. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing, you know, yep. and, and we have guys that who have had expanded opportunity here in recent weeks um, as we've, you know, been missing a couple of our key cogs and and really to a man they've stepped up. And so that's been really fun to see. Uh, you know, Joe recognizes it. Uh, he is he is going to throw the ball where the defense dictates and we're going to we're confident we're going to have people in those spots that are going to make plays no matter who they are. And I think that's what you're seeing right now. Yeah, that's that's because he said about Trent Irwin, you know, one of his, his quote about Trent Irwin making that big 16 yard catch on third and 11. Look, I, I knew that he was going to be where he's supposed to be when he was supposed to be there. I just knew it, you know, based on the way he's prepared. And, and and that speaks volumes. I, I think there's such a good dynamic going on in the locker room because these guys that have had their roles expanded, some of them were drafted, some of them were, you know, from other football teams or whatever, the scouting department put, put that together, bring people to you, and then you as coaches develop them. And then the final cherry on top is you have unselfish teammates who are saying, what can I do to help you? Yeah. I'm not worried about you taking my job. I want to make us – as good as we can be as a football team. And when you have that dynamic going on, that's pretty sweet. It is. It is. You know, I think, you know, we've got guys that that really have bought in to the message that Zach has, has preached really from day one. You know, players, some of whom who have been here for the length, the majority of that time, if not all of that time, uh, who have really just worked. Guys like Trenton, guys like Travion Williams, guys like Samaje, who we rely on. Uh, in certain roles, but has have, have had their role expanded in recent weeks. Um, 
guys that during the course of their time here very easily could have uh, gotten discouraged, got, you know, uh, seen their efforts suffer, wondered if they were ever going to get a chance. And some of them probably had those thoughts, but they never let it affect their effort. They never let, let it affect their day to day approach. And that's a testament to them as professionals and and really to their coaches um, in each of those individual rooms. And, and it's and it's a, a hallmark of a strong team and strong chemistry, guys that really, truly want to see each other succeed and find joy in that uh, more than just their own success. And so that's what we have going. And, and it's a testament to Zach, a testament to those guys and uh, should allow us to succeed moving forward. Let's talk about this Tennessee victory, the most recent uh, win for the Cincinnati Bengals on the road in Nashville. It was in the playoff game last season, 1916. This game, 20 to 16, almost identical, but not the way the game unfolded. You know, last year's playoff game, nine quarterback sacks offset by three interceptions by Tannehill. This football game, offensive line was, in my mind, incredible. One quarterback sack. Tannehill didn't turn over. Bengals didn't turn it over. You win. This team knows how to go about winning in different ways, you know. And uh, and I, I think this was a, a great example of it. But as the old saying goes, the eye in the sky don't lie. When I watch that tape, I'm watching it, you know, firsthand. I'm like, oh, the big, bad, physical Tennessee Titans. They're physical. But guess what? Cincinnati was more physical. Won it at the line of scrimmage, offensive and defensive line. I mean, I, I saw I saw some unbelievable. I mean, Hayden Hurst when he trapped Dupree on that play action. Whoo, man! Like, there's a tone setter, and then the defensive line, the knockbacks. I'm seeing Titan offensive linemen falling over backwards. I'm like, here we go. I mean, that was a physical performance. That was extraordinary, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. You know, it was. Uh, and believe me, we appreciate that as much in this room as as anybody. You know, we we live in the in the quarterback world and, and there's a lot of, you know, trying to manage the skill positions and where the football goes versus these coverages, this and that. But there's nobody that enjoys turning on the tape and, and uh, you know, seeing our guys up front play the way they played like we enjoy seeing it. Um, and so it was a pleasure to watch. And, and everything you just said uh, is what, you know, we saw and. Uh, hopefully we'll see more of going forward. We will. We will because of how those guys are playing and because of their makeup. Um, it's it's something uh, that's really going to help us. Joe had not only time, but he had space and he had vision. And they were playing those soft zones and Joe's being poised, patient, taking it. Hey, take those deposits, man. Keep putting them in the account. You know, I mean, those plays, those plays start adding up and then they get a little impatient and boom, then you, then you hurt them over the top. You still had your chunk plays you know to like three different guys made big chunk plays um the way joe handles all of that and then in the fourth quarter when the game's on the line he goes five for six uh for 85 yards and he has a touchdown pass of 27 yards to t higgins to cement the football game i mean that's joe burrow in a nutshell isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah you know he's he's playing at a super high level he's got great understanding of um what the defense is trying to accomplish and he can react in the moment as well or better than, than anyone um, because he is so prepared. And, you know, every, every week we've talked about it on this show before, just the accumulated reps um, of, you know, 
things that he's getting to see over and over and over again, and then his comfort level and making adjustments and making them very quickly, how quickly he can access those. Um, you know, he's, he's making major strides. Um, the floor was already really high. You know, it wasn't like he's not like he's making strides from a place where, you know, he wasn't playing well. He was right. playing well, but there's always room to grow. He's growing. Uh, and I think, you know, we're benefiting as an offense because of that. You know, everybody talked about the the, the big bad uh, Henry running the ball, and he is. He's big and bad. He averaged over 100 yards a game, over 1,000 yards in 10 games, and uh, the Titans run the football well. But everybody, nobody was really talking about their run defense. 82 yards a game they're giving up, second fewest in the NFL. And both Henry and P. Ryan had 17 carries, and P. Ryan outrushed them by 20 yards. But in addition, nine carries for 32 yards, a 13-yard long by Joe Burrow. Joe's contribution of 32 yards to put you up over, you know, over 100, uh, rush the football for over 30 yards more than uh, than they normally give up. That's a big. That's a part of his game. I think that people don't appreciate. Do you? Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's definitely a component of his game that that is a, to our advantage. And then there, you know, there's going to be times when uh, it's the smart thing to do. There's, you know, we, we do our best to try to match up the, the route concepts that we call with the coverages that we're going to anticipate given the situation, be that first and second down, be that third down, depending on how many yards we need to gain to get the first down, be that in the red zone, you know, and you try your best, uh, but you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be able to call up the, the, the perfect route concept every time. And so there'll be times when the defense has it covered. Maybe they've devoted extra resources into coverage uh and when the the line protects like they protected on sunday yep. you know it gives joe an opportunity to to survey the, the the coverage go through his progression and decide you know what the best thing for me to, to do right now is tuck this thing and go yep um and and pick up first downs and protect himself and um you know so that component of his game it's very hard to defend a player that can that can operate from the pocket the way joe can but then also can tuck the ball and go when he needs to um, you know, I imagine I don't have to design game plans to, to try to, uh, combat that guy, but I can't imagine it's very fun. I agree, man. Uh, you know, everybody's got a guy, a beast, you know, whether it's an edge rush guy or an interior guy, Tennessee has Simmons and this week, Kansas city's got Jones and, and Chris Jones, 10 sacks as an interior defensive lineman tied for fifth most in the NFL. That's another challenge for the guys up front. But boy, I think the interior, the line as a whole is playing great. I don't think there's anybody playing much better, if any better. The interior line, I think Cap is playing at a Pro Bowl level, man. And Karras is solid as a rock, and Volson's ascending. And there's going to be another challenge with uh, with Chris Jones. But you know, I, I look at I look at Joe when it's money time, money time, third down and fourth quarter. This guy. And, and, Joe's numbers are, are, are crazy, stupid. Third down, he's got a quarterback rating of 123.4, second best in the league. Eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Eight touchdowns tied for second best. No touchdowns tied for best, obviously. Completing almost 72%, 71.9, second best. Fourth quarter, 118.1, second best quarterback rating in, in the fourth quarter. Eight touchdowns, one interception. I mean, when, when, it's, when it's money time, I know there's Money Mac, the place kicker, but you got Money Joe now. Joe is money. Yeah, he is. Um, 
you know, he's, he's the guy that we want with the ball when it matters the most and he wants it. And, um, you know, that's who he is. That's who he's always been. And we trust him with, with everything. Um, and he just shows time and time again that, that he deserves that trust. You know, part of it, I think, sure, there's, there's, a, there's a clutch quality there, um, you know, the desire to be in those spots. But I also think a lot of it is just a, an ability to block out whatever uh, extra circumstances may add to your ability to perform in the moment. Joe is just able to sit there and say, what's my job on this play? What's the defense giving me? What's the correct decision? And then how do I execute? And if, if you can, you know, live in that space where you're not affected by the moment, you know, it's one thing to be great in big moments, which he is. But I think part of that is just the fact that he's not, he's not adversely affected by it. He's, he just executes. Um, and, you know, that's really a testament to him and his preparation and his confidence. I've said it a hundred times. He's the most confident person I've ever been around. Uh, really? and, it, yeah. and it shows in those moments. Yeah, he's, he is one of a kind. There's no question about that. So hopefully this week, a couple of pro bowlers return. Joe Mixon, a guy named Jamar Chase. I mean, Jamar Chase in last year's regular season game, all he did was set a rookie – uh, receiving yardage record at 266, was it, I think? And uh, that's a Bengals receiving record. It's a rookie rushing record in the National Football uh, – receiving record in the National Football League. What kind of a boost does that give your offense to have guys like that? You know, Joe only missed a game. Jamar's missed a few. But to get those guys back and add it into the mix, that's got to be a big boost. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the more explosive weapons that we have available to us – the better we're going to be. Uh, and and those two guys certainly fit that bill. And, and we'll see how practice goes this week. And, you know, I know, um, you know, there's certain uh, probably things that need to occur for ultimately us to have them on Sunday. But, um, you know, we'll see how practice goes. And, and uh, you know, we're confident that no matter who's out there, we're going to be able to execute. And, yep. uh, you know, we, we eagerly await the return of those guys. And, and are excited about what they give us. So the Kansas City Chiefs talked about Jones. They've got other players. This defensive football team, what is it? If you had to if you had to sum up the strengths of the Kansas City Chiefs defense in a couple of sentences, what would you do? How would you go about that, Coach? Well, they challenge you. Um, they're aggressive. They're, uh, they put their players in positions um, where they can – be on the attack, uh, whether that be um, through their pressure packages or whether that be through, you know, aggressive man-to-man uh, -man coverage on the outside. They've got some young defensive backs who who are playing well and are playing with confidence uh, and are talented. You know, they've got um, Chris Jones, obviously, who's a, who's one of the premier interior rushers. Also, bump him outside every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he's he's a great player. You know, but that's every week. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not um, it's it's nothing that we aren't used to. Just in terms of having to face a premier rusher, that's not. I'm not discounting the talent that Chris Jones has because he's one of the best. Uh, right, right. But we're but we're, but we're used to that, and 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 we've got a great offensive line. Uh, Joe said it the other day after the game, and we believe it. Those guys are playing at a super high level. They're playing yep. as a cohesive unit. And uh, it's going to help us uh, counteract 
you know, the, the strength of Kansas City there uh, with their front. Um, you know, but they're a good. They're a good team. They really are. They've got a veteran coordinator who's called a lot of football games, uh, who knows how to put pressure on an offense. And so we'll put together a great plan and we know we got our work cut out for us, uh, but we're excited for the challenge. So the one thing that, you know, jumps out at me as I'm doing some prep uh, with, with their defense is their red zone struggles defensively. I mean, they're dead last in the NFL, giving up a touchdown over 70% of the time in the red zone, which I don't, I, I'm trying to think, you know, it's 70.6% of the time, 24 touchdowns in 34 uh, opponent possessions uh, in the red zone. I mean, I guess, is that just sometimes you get in stretches like that? Is there is there any explanation for that in your mind? You know, nothing that, that uh, you know, jumps out. I mean, it's just a matter of teams taking advantage of the opportunities that they've had down there. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes when you talk about the rankings and the percentages, you know, ultimately it's a pretty small sample size. And if, you know, one more, one or two more stops here or there, maybe they're closer to the middle of the pack, you know? So it's honestly, it's less about when we prepare for teams, you know, it's less about, okay, Hey, where do they rank? And more about what do we see on tape? You know, what, what are the, what are the coverages and the pressures that they're calling in these areas? Who are their players that they're trying to accentuate? And then how do we match up and where can we get our great matchups? Um, and so, you know, I think we've we've had some success, a lot of success in the red zone. Um, credit to yeah. our guys. Uh, yeah. You know, credit to you know having some you know getting us in some good spots down there with with Callie and Zach making some great calls and uh, and guys executing. So, you know, it's uh, we got to score. You got to score touchdowns down there. Um, no matter if the unit you're going against is statistically one of the best or one of the worst, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's still up to you to execute. No question about it. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, th th this Hayden Hurst, to me, is almost like, you know, an X factor for you guys offensively. We talked about the, you know, the big block that he had, literally knocked the block off of, uh, of uh, Bud Dupree. Uh, but, I mean, he's the second leading receiver on the football team. And in terms of catches, or I should say in the, in the, in last week's football game, I'm, I'm talking about his contribution in, in this game, uh, six catches, 57 yards was number two receiver and number two receiving yards. He's on track for 71 catches, which the legendary Dan Ross, God rest his soul, a teammate of mine and played in the Super Bowl uh, 16. He, I mean, that's, that's royalty, you know, and, and, and Hayden Hurst tracking for that kind of a number in those yards, he's a heck of a he's a heck of an influence. He's a heck of a factor. He's physical. He finishes. I mean, he he does a lot of things right, doesn't he? Aiden's a, a huge part of our offense. Um, in some weeks, it shows up statistically more than others. Aiden's the kind of guy that he may be on another offense without the the threats on the outside that we have. He he's perfectly capable of being a feature tight end in this league. Um, but the great thing about Aiden is. He's going to play so hard every single time the ball is snapped, whether or not we throw it to him 10 times or we throw it to him one time. And he obviously wants the ball, but it's not going to – I mean, he's, he is – he plays as hard or harder than anyone I've been around. Uh, and his energy is palpable. Uh, it, it wears off on the people around him. Uh, and he, is, he has been 
uh, above and beyond anything I think that that we could have expected from him, and he's a major part of what we're doing. Yeah, that's it's it's uh it's impressive to watch him, and and uh, you know when I when I watch him block, when I watch the receivers block, you know helping set an edge. I mean, it's almost like coach, you know I don't want to be the one that prevented this, you know the seven yard run that we got that should have been a 27 yard run. I want to, I want to get my job done too. Everybody is just, man, the effort, uh, the intensity level, the physicality, and it's, it's, it's really something to something to see. And it's going to have to be there against this Kansas city chief team. There's no doubt about it. Right. Yep. No doubt. I mean, that's the standard. That's, that's uh, what uh, the guys have set for us. And so no matter who's in there, there's, you, you have no choice but to rise to that standard. Uh, it's not a situation where there's one or two guys who are out there, uh, you know, just, just playing a hundred miles an hour. Everybody is, and, and you can't, you, it's, it's catch up or you're not going to get a chance to be out there. Uh, and we got the right guys. So uh, whether that's receivers, the tight ends, the line, obviously doing a great job with the, with their physicality and setting the tone. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a sign of a strong unit and, uh, you know, we're, we just need to keep building on it. Let me get you out of here on this coach. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about this. Everybody's talking about, oh man, this, this matchup, this is, this is like Manning against Brady. This is, I mean, you're talking Burrow and Mahomes. We already know, you know, your thoughts about Joe Burrow. Give us your quick thoughts about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if you can, he's he's got vast talents, obviously, but what impresses you most about Patrick Mahomes, whether it be physical, mental, or whatever? I mean, you know, he's he's fun. He's yeah. fun to watch. Not not fun for our guys who are trying to come up with a plan to stop him right now. Right, right. Um, you know, he he just has a rare ability to make throws that. He, maybe he may be the only one that's ever played the game that can make some of these throws. Yeah. Um, but his his success, I don't think, is, is not predicated on always making the wild extended play. I mean, he sees it. He gets the checks. He op- can operate quickly, get the ball out of his hands when he needs to get it out of his hands, extend when he needs to extend throws from all different platforms, his ability to be accurate on the move and to make throws on the move that you just really shouldn't be able to make. Um, You know, it's, he's fun to watch. Uh, I know our guys are going to step up to the challenge on Sunday. I know that, you know, the the defensive staff right now and then the players, um, you know, they know the challenge ahead of them. Uh, It'll be a great game and uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, he's I mean, if you're a young quarterback, don't watch Patrick Mahomes because you know, work on your mechanics, the more traditional mechanics, because you can't do what Patrick Mahomes does in terms of footwork. And he'll make throws where he's looking the opposite. I mean, it's like, man, if you're if you're trying to teach the mechanics of quarterback and the art of quarterbacking from a mechanic standpoint, there's a lot of lot of uh tape where it's like Patrick, eh, don't do what Patrick does, but he gets it done. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some truth to that. There's uh he has some he has some rare ability, and so uh, there's definitely things that he does that you would not encourage others to do if you if they don't have that same ability. Um, but it'd be fun, it'd be a good one. Speaking of rare ability, you've got some rare ability yourself, sir. Putting together these game plans and uh, getting it 
getting it ready and together for Joe Burrow. You get you guys are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, players, coaches, everybody involved. It's been it's been fun to watch. Here we go. This is a big one. Good luck in this one, Coach. No doubt, Lap. Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Thank you for carving time, sir. Yep, you got it. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right. You know, yeah. you know got to get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.